How do you make a vacation last? How do you hold on to the joy, the clarity, the calm? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool, white, sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. First, the bad news. SAP Business AI won't help you generate cubist versions of your family's holiday photos. But it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia. Or identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks. And automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations. So you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology. Real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. Hello, hello, hello. Happy April. Happy second week of April. Heading into mid-April. We've got some catching up to do, and I have a special guest for you. Stay tuned for the latest Arizona Cardinals updates. Turn up your volume because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast with Kelly Sick. The sickest Arizona Cardinals podcast. It's going to be sick. Sick, sick, sick. Hello, and welcome to another edition of the Sick Podcast with Kelly Singh, the sickest Arizona Cardinals podcast. I am here with one of our very favorite guests, Cardinals beat reporter Donnie Druin. What's up, Donnie? Kelly, how are you? I feel like it's been too long. It has been too long. You have been a busy bee. I know that the Cardinals are not your only bee, and we're in the midst of NBA craziness right now. So that's surely taking a bunch of your time. Do you cover baseball too? No, no. Uh, you know, I, I was never a big baseball person growing up. Um, and I enjoy going to live games, but I feel like after a couple of innings, I'm just there to kind of talk and socialize and more of the attention is brought on the conversation than like the actual product in the field. But like I, I grew up a Pirates fan, so I don't really know what fun baseball looks like. So that's probably the problem with me. Maybe, maybe. I mean, we had a heyday with the Diamondbacks. It was brief, but fun. I personally yeah, the, the, like 162 games is something for sure. I, I, I'm not sure if I can do it. 82 games with the Suns is a lot. Uh, so I, I'm not sure how I feel about almost 200 baseball games. That's a lot of beer and a lot of hot dogs. Yes, it is. <laughs> well, we are here to talk about the Arizona Cardinals. And um, I did take a week off. A lot of that was part of it. Not a lot of it. Part of it was our production crew was part of an ice storm which affected production. And the other part of it is, is I just got super busy last week. I have not myself been keeping up very well. So I was so glad when you said you would be on because we need an update. Let's start with the quarterback situation. Where in the heck are we? Do we have a starter? How is Kyler? I prefer Blau. I'm just going to throw that out there right now. 
Yeah, so I feel like for the first time in maybe a while, it's almost like a positive outlook on the quarterback situation. The Cardinals did start their strength and conditioning program on Tuesday, and Kyler Murray was spotted at the facility rehabbing, and Jonathan Gaiman said the Cardinals are really excited about where he is in the rehab process and, you know, kind of where he's trending to. Um, I don't think they will be in a rush to get him back on the field, especially considering when you look at the team, um, they're getting ready to enter a full rebuild mode. Uh, when you look at the current state of the roster, they went 4-13 and last year. In my opinion, they got worse over the offseason. I don't think expectations are exactly sky high in Arizona right now, so really no need to get Kyler out there as soon as possible. And I think that's been a message that they've maintained over the course of the offseason is, hey, you know, this is a, a very, very big investment we have in this guy. He's our franchise player for the future. We are not going to risk putting him out there when he's not 100% and potentially re-injuring the ACL and meniscus. So he's there at the facility rehabbing. Things are going great. Uh, Colt McCoy, who had a undisclosed injury in the offseason, had surgery on it. Apparently, he's good to go now, too, according to Jonathan Gaines. So that leaves him and then obviously your boy David Blau <laughs> in contention to battle it out as a starter until Kyle Mary does return. I think I sided with you. I, I think I liked a little bit more of what I liked with David Blau uh, last year, just in terms of play. And he does really cool magic tricks. So that's another plus in the book of David Blau for me. All of the points, they're just ticking off. I feel like he's just, not only is he more personable, I think, personally, but I feel like there's a bit more of a hunger there, a bit more of a drive, and that makes a difference sometimes. Oh, absolutely. I think when when you look at what really kept Colt McCoy kind of in very high praise with the Cardinals um, is that under Cliff Kingsbury, he was kind of like the guy, right? Like, like he had mastered Cliff Kingsbury's offense inside it out. Now, both, you know, McCoy and Blau on top of Colin Mary are going to have to learn a brand new offense under the offensive coordinator, Drew Petzing. So McCoy no longer has that kind of upper hand over another guy coming in like he had over Blau last year before he got hurt. Great point. Great point. Okay, next burning question on my mind in the world of catching up of headlines. Has there been any more rumors, any movement, any actual news on DeAndre Hopkins and that whole situation? No, I think the last thing we heard was there's a possibility the team might release DeAndre Hopkins rather than trade him. Um, and I think that speaks volumes to kind of where the two are at, just in terms of relationship wise. Um, like I said, the strength and conditioning program started for the Cardinals on Tuesday. Hopkins obviously was not there. Um, if you follow him on social media, particularly Instagram, you know that he's still working out. He's still getting his offseason work done, but he's back in his home state of Texas, obviously, where he was drafted and played in Houston for a very long time before coming to Arizona. Um, he's been there for a good majority of the offseason working out and it doesn't look like he's going to return to the team facility anytime soon. So he's kind of just taking care of his business over in the Lone Star State. And I think the Cardinals are kind of stuck in a limbo because the reports came out that they were asking for a second round pick and something else to value in exchange for Hopkins. But Hopkins, who's going to turn 31 and carries, I think he's due somewhere around $20 million in cash. Um, next year that contract is scaring teams away the asking mm. price is scaring teams away and so I think if you're the Cardinals you absolutely don't want to carry that cap hit into 2023 because if he remains on the Cardinals the cap hit I think it's 30.75 million is the second highest for all receivers in the NFL only behind Tyree Kill 
It's just something that doesn't make sense if you're going into a rebuild. Hopkins obviously wants to go to a contending team and potentially play in the playoffs and maybe even a Super Bowl. A divorce makes sense, and I think that's going to come one way or another. Um, a lot of people think that the Cardinals might have to settle for like a Brandon Cooks type of package, which is a fifth and a sixth round pick. Um, and just saying that out loud is for a receiver in the magnitude of DeAndre Hopkins. Right. It sounds really, really silly, you know, because Brandon Cooks is not DeAndre Hopkins. But, yeah. you know, the, the things such as age and contract absolutely do matter. And then you take on to the fact that Hopkins has dealt with injury, did come off of a suspension last year, too. It's going to be really, really hard for the Cardinals to actually get what they want. That's amazing. I think we have come leaps and bounds and miles and miles from where we started in this conversation. And it's pretty amazing to me when when we get kind of brought down to earth in the grand scheme of things. You mentioned age, you mentioned the price of the contract. And part of me is like, this isn't Dynasty League. This is the NFL. And he is a top performer but at the same time I think teams are getting younger and younger and a lot of teams are just not putting up with these exorbitant contracts when they can get just as explosive and talented players right out of the gate um I feel like that's a newish phenomenon for maybe a little bit last season, but definitely going into this season. Well, when you look at like what rookie receivers have been able to do the last mm-hmm. couple of years, and obviously you alluded to dynasty football, if like dynasty fantasy football players you probably know better than anybody else. That's just how impactful a rookie receiver yeah. can be. Um, why give up significant draft capital to go get a 30 year old receiver when you can go out in the first or second round, and still get a very, very good receiver who's probably all you know obviously less talented but like the price tag is night and day different in a good way for the team drafting them and i I think teams also know the cardinals are kind of in like a catch-22 in that scenario too they know they're not going to be able to hold on to hopkins um so i think teams are kind of waiting it out to see if they can either a squeeze them out for a very very cheap trade package or b just have them released and kind of go from there great point i feel also like name recognition was a really big deal across the NFL. And um, it turns out that a household name can be made overnight. And with the popularity growing of the NFL draft itself as an event, more and more people are becoming invested in what previously would have been a no-name player. And I feel that's great for the sport. I really think it's great for the sport. If you enjoy genuinely watching football, that's exactly how it should be done, in my opinion, from the sidelines. <laughs> sure. And like you also have to look at if you're a GM and you're trying to build a team too. I don't think you can get caught up in the whole, well, he's DeAndre Hopkins kind mm-hmm. of face because, you, you know, you have to look at it. Um, black and white X's and O's, uh, you know, it's just kind of not like only numbers on a spreadsheet, but when you're assembling a team, you know, you only have so much salary cap space to work with. You have to take into consideration how much of a, a piece of the pie that's going to be taken up by a guy like DeAndre Hopkins too. And granted, I think reports came out that said he would restructure his contract if he landed on a new team, but still like that money has to go somewhere. That money's just not going to disappear, you know? So uh, a lot of factors that need to be taken into consideration when talking about Hopkins. 
For sure. For sure. Well, on a personal note, I do hope that he does land on a contending team. He certainly deserves to have that opportunity just as a human being who has devoted right. their career to football. Uh, is there any other Cardinals headline news that we should be aware of over the last week? No, I don't think so. I know Steve Kime went on a podcast and kind of gave his interesting opinion on a couple of different things. It was a <laughs> green light podcast with Chris Long. So uh, it was actually a pretty good interview. So for if you're a Cardinals fan, go and uh, definitely check that out. Interesting enough, Steve Kime is also going to be on, I think, Fox Sports' NFL draft coverage, which um interesting considering his history in the NFL draft. So I, I, I think when people hear his opinion on players, they might cringe a little bit. But other than that, no, you know, we're only a couple of weeks away from the NFL mm -hmm. draft. Everybody and their mother expect the Cardinals to trade out of the, the third overall pick. Um, I was told by a very reliable source that they are going to be trading out of the number three pick. Wow. And I think it's only a matter of where, not if at this point. Hmm. I, um, as a fan, I am not an analyst by any means or in as deep as you are, but I just felt like we really needed that pick. But just in the last week, they've added some additional defensive pieces and may just see more value in, in getting out of that pick. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see that play out. Are you going to the draft this year? No, no. I If I wasn't stuck on like the beat, beat and I was just doing like something a little bit different, I would absolutely be out there. I, I would love to attend something like that. Um, mm -hmm. Maybe... Where is it at the next couple of years? Um, Kansas City this year. I'm trying to remember where it's at next year. I don't know if they've announced next year yet. No, I'll but... be um I'll be at the team facility on uh, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. That's exciting. I'm so bummed. I won't be anywhere. I did give give up my credential this year. Super bummed out about that, but you know you got to stay healthy. <laughs> Right. Yeah. That's as I was going to say, you got to take care of yourself. <laughs> kind of important to have surgery and live, but Maybe. Um, I will be following your coverage for sure. I'm looking forward to training camp coming in to the um, Cardinal State Farm Stadium down there in Glendale. So I can pop in and watch some of those uh, practices. So much fun. A lot of fun coming. Yeah, no, yeah, I think we're we're just getting past, I don't want to say all the way past the, the dead season of football because we have the draft and then like OTAs, but then you get into like the, the late June, most of July portion where there's nothing going on and it's like, oh, man. Yeah. But so but surely, I feel like this offseason has flown by. It has. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Even in my day job, which revolves around a lot of fantasy sports, particularly fantasy football. I had edited an email that was going to go out that said, well, the fantasy season just seems like it just ended. And I'm like, I mean, it seems like it just ended, but it really didn't. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's really here again. So yeah. Crazy. Well, we're all going to be watching your coverage. You guys follow Donnie Druin on Twitter. He is a gem loads and loads of great content at si.com for the Arizona Cardinals. Donnie, thank you again for catching us up, helping this slacker get back on board. 
anytime. You, you know, I really enjoy coming on here. So I really appreciate it. All right. Well, we'll see you again soon. Sounds good. <laughs> Bye. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow The Sick Podcast with Kelly Singh on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts.